0: and thick jungle encircled and threatened us. Tangled branches armed with needle-sharp spikes tore at our skin and stung. Blood was dripping from my cheek when we finally pulled to a stop. All around us, the jungle had reclaimed what was once Jonestown. Here, where the pavilion stood, where we were forced to gather nightly to be indoctrinated, confronted, and punished, the land was barren. The entire expanse of the pavilion... And the clearing beyond, where 913 people, 304 innocent children among them, had been poisoned, had remained toxic. The cyanide from the bodies had seeped into the soil as they decomposed under the relentless jungle sun. Not even a blade of grass could be seen. The fence that had encircled the pavilion had disintegrated. The radio room, with its constant wireless hum, was gone. The wooden walkways, the kitchens, alive with women's melodious voices, had vanished. The cabin where Mamma had whispered her fears and shared Mary's forbidden marmalade, devoured by jungle. The tin roof that kept the rain from soaking our exhausted bodies during our all-night meetings had long ago been scavenged by the Amer Indians. Gone was Jones's armchair, where he decreed daily how we would live and ultimately die. From high in a tree, a haunting reminder that life in the jungle did not abide by civilization's rules, a rusted portion of the flatbed truck that used to transport us into the encampment had been ensnared and lifted into the sky, a silent witness to a tragedy. Wiping the blood from my face, I gathered my backpack with all its memorabilia and began my walk to Mama's grave. I would finally say goodbye. A cacophony of insect noises emanated from beneath and around me. I stood still, waiting to feel her presence. An enormous black-shelled beetle whizzed by as several macaws called out from the green canopy above. But Mamma was not here. No remembrance of voices drifted through the humid air. All was silent. Nothing remained those who had perished in Jonestown had fled long, long ago, returning to the places they had loved so well in life. My mother was in the breeze of the Sierra Mountains, dipping her feet in the cold, volcanic lake at Mount Lassen, sitting on the edge of my daughter's bed as we read bedtime stories. The memory of her fear, pain, and death would never be a part of her essence, not here, not now, not ever. On my return, I was approached by Stanford University professor, Dr. Philip Zimbardo, famous for his Stanford prison study, and asked if I would speak to a class of several hundred of the psychology students. I was petrified. My book wasn't out yet. I had never done any public speaking. I had written my story alone, without an audience. I had yet to stand and face a group of people. On the day of the event, I wore a sweater in case I started sweating profusely. I arrived early and sat in the back of the auditorium, watching the students enter and take their seats. They were the age I had been when Jim Jones told me how very special I was, the age we yearned to be taken seriously by an adult. A large PowerPoint announced, guest speaker, Jonestown survivor Deborah Layton. Students took their seats around me, whispering and looking for the bizarre, multiple-earringed cult survivor with a mohawk. When Zimbardo came to the podium and asked the class to welcome me, a drop of sweat began to run down the inside of my sweater. I got up and heard a faint gasp. As I made my way down that long aisle to the front of the auditorium, astonished faces stared back. I heard a muffled, She looks normal. Yeah, like my aunt. Stepping onto the stage, I took a deep breath, afraid I might hyperventilate and pass out. As I spoke, I stared out into the sea of young, vibrant faces and knew they despised me. They were thinking, how could anyone be that stupid? Midway through my talk, I saw a young woman whisper into the ear of the boy next to her. I was embarrassed, ashamed. I could tell she was disinterested in devising a plan to leave early. Another student closed his eyes and fell asleep, bored by my blathering. When I finished, convinced.